0: I actually listened to a comedy special earlier and a guy pulled out a nose flute and he was like, this is a nose flute and I'm a particularly good nose flautist and like he made it a thing and like actually started playing it. Mm -hmm. It was, it was a great reference just because I told Abby not to nose whistle Wally on this microphone. Yeah. Before we got started. So welcome back to the Peace Love and Applesauce Podcast. My name is Juan.
1: My name is Abby.
0: And we're not here to nose whistle for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Where are we at with it today, bud?
1: With what? Nose it, whistling?
0: No, just it. Oh. Where are we at with it?
1: Um chilling.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's I've been an emotional roller coaster the past few days. Yeah. I've pretty much been annoyed.
0: Can we share the good emotional side? Yeah. So we found out the gender of the baby. Yeah. And to both of our surprises, actually, we're having a boy. Yeah. So, like, at first I was, of course, super teen boy. And, like, that was just because I wanted to girl boy it right away. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, thinking, oh, yeah, I had a girl. I'll have a boy automatically. Completely negating the fact that it was a 50-50 chance either way. Mm -hmm. And then we talked about it, and then we were like, I think we kind of want a girl. Mm -hmm. So Abby helped change my mind to that side.
1: Not that it matters.
0: Not that it matters. Of course, we we always just want a happy, healthy baby. Yeah. But we were at the ultrasound, and she was like, yep, it's a boy. And both of our jaws just dropped. (laughs) We were like, no way. Yeah,
1: we were in pure shock.
0: Yeah. But we are happy nonetheless. Yeah, we are struggling with the name.
1: Yeah, can't
0: even like we had zero picked out. I
1: was gonna say I hate all of the boy names. (laughs) I hate all of them.
0: Yeah, so we'll be. I mean, we got time. Yeah, but yeah, at least we know what direction to go in. Yeah. So that's that's been our week so far. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, I go on my trip. To New York.
1: Yeah. I'm fine now. You're okay? I
0: think so. Yeah. I packed two sandwiches. Oh, So we're set.
1: (laughs) Two sandwiches for after work?
0: No. One for work, one for after.
1: Maybe you should pack a third. Mm. I think you should. Okay.
0: Was that a low-key Honda time? I was going to say,
1: I thought we were going to get a Honda time.
0: It's been a while.
1: It's been a long while.
0: I know. I actually like haven't been paying attention to it most episodes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So maybe we've had it and not called it, but we haven't had an obnoxious one. Yeah. Summer's over. The so one that's that like
1: mean, <laughs> <laughs> That
0: means Honda time is gonna slowly fade away yeah. through the winter. Yeah. But in response to this emotional roller coaster we've had.
1: Yeah. So the reason it's been emotion an anim- emotional and an emotional roller coaster, fighting through all those. I was vowels. gonna say, I'm <laughs> glad you worked through
0: that. I didn't want to jump in. I had
1: to fight through all those vowels. Um, is because Juan and I were pretty keen on having a girl mm-hmm. this past week, and everybody was projecting their um, desire for a boy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then when we told them it was a boy, they just kind of took it a little too far. So, I don't want anybody's unsolicited advice or opinions or feelings. You're not having the baby. I am.
0: <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I'll fuck with it. Yeah. That's what's up.
1: It's just annoying just because it's like when you are pregnant, people feel so entitled to, like, touch your belly and say, like, when the baby this, when the baby that. And it's not like it's... Our first. Mm-hmm. It's really overwhelming, like, when it is your first and all of that stuff is happening. Yeah. But to kind of see it just happen, like, a second time and it feels a little bit more, like, stronger that it's happening mm-hmm. because it's a boy. I'm exhausted. I understand. I don't want to see anybody for the rest of the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jeez.
1: <laughs> but... Yeah, so we've been on this uh, kick. Kick?
0: I No, I think this is more of a necessity.
1: Yeah. Like, we need
0: to to clear some fog out of our brains.
1: Yeah, and we were talking about emotions, and we ended up having, like, a deep conversation about it. So a word that came up for me um, on my, like, social media was contentment. Mm-hmm. And I got really stuck on the word because it's not something we think about very often. Right. Because normally when you're like, "Oh yeah, I'm content." Um sometimes it's negatively associated yeah. because we're so like happy, happy, Being happy.
0: Being content is a problem sometimes.
1: Yeah. And the way that I saw it described really changed my mind about how I've been feeling lately and how I want to feel moving forward. Mm -hmm. So I follow this girl and she does like poetry, I think, or different like excerpts, excerpts, Mm -hmm. excerpts. I even looked up the word so I could pronounce that correctly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She was
0: tweaking about (laughs) it.
1: Um, But she was talking about this book that she was reading and she wouldn't share the, name of the book because I guess there's like a stigma associated with the book Mm. and basically what it came down to was that people the stigma of like this book is like I guess almost childish and like sappy and stuff like that and so I guess people in the book realm get made fun of for reading this book
0: oh yeah that's weird
1: yeah But, I mean, there is that in anything. I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. (laughs) So she finally shared the book, and she was talking about how how she was like, I changed my mind. I don't feel bad about reading this book. I enjoyed this book. I like this book. Mm -hmm. And she said something along the lines of, we need to stop trying to be so overly impressive all the the time, Mm -hmm. it's good to, like, expand your knowledge, expand your intelligence, expand your personal growth and your well-being and everything, Mm -hmm. but also don't do it at the expense of the things that you love. Yeah. So the way that she worded it is accept the mediocrity of your own life, which I thought was funny. Yeah. Just because it's a weird way to put that. Yeah. But... It is. It's your own mediocrity. It's your own things that you enjoy Mm -hmm. type of thing. So I ended up seeing another post that she shared later on uh, that day where she was talking about contentment and ended up sharing another excerpt from another writer Mm -hmm. that said that happiness is an extreme emotion like anger. And so we're always chasing that feeling when we should be somewhere in the middle where contentment is. So that's kind of how I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe I should try to find a middle ground of where I'm of what I'm feeling and go for contentment rather than trying to be happy, be impressive, be the most intelligent person I know
0: mm-hmm.
1: all of the time.
0: Yeah, and when you brought that to my attention, I was like, yeah, you you are right. Like, by default, I was like, no, happy is the default. Like, you have to be happy. But mm-hmm. then, like, there are the anxious people like me who can dive into all these assumptions just based off of, like, your body language. And I'm like, oh, are you happy? Are you okay? Like, mm-hmm. everything good? Like, I have to make sure you're not in a bad mood, even though in the moment you're just probably, like, content or something. Not good, not bad, you just are.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of how I rounded it out to uh, wanting to take, like, a phone break. Like, take steps to, like, detach from my phone type of thing.
0: Which then led to me bringing up how I watched a video about some sort of, like, it was some sort of dopamine information, and like explaining how it's like. I, I'm not even gonna quote it because I know it's wrong. Like, it they were basically saying like, it's renewable or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like it's not infinite, but it's renewable, and like I, something along those lines. But um, it was, and then I heard a podcast, and the guy on it was like, "Yeah, I'm doing a dopamine reset." Like he was saying how he sleeps with his phone in another room and like he doesn't wake up and get on his phone right away. He does 10 minutes of sunshine first thing in the morning. Like we've heard about that before, but like that's how Abby was like, oh, we're learning simultaneously just in different ways Mm -hmm. to basically do the same thing. And then we have discovered that since I've started breaking more and like practicing – I've been putting a lot more time and like actual attention to detail with it and like going back to the basics of basics and like going hard like almost every day Mm -hmm. to kind of like, you know, get a better routine going because I feel like I haven't had one. I've been kind of lost in the sauce trying to figure that out and also feeling like. I'm still missing something. I'm not doing enough or like, you know, I don't have enough dopamine being produced and that's why I have to be on my phone while watching TV and playing with Jewel at the same time because like we constantly are chasing for like more dopamine, more of that good feeling. Mm -hmm. And like for as high as it goes, it goes just as low below like the threshold. Mm -hmm. So I heard them say like, it's not like oh once you go from that super high moment and rush of dopamine you don't go back to zero you go beneath it mm-hmm. just as much yeah i don't i'm not going to be quoting myself on that cuz it could be specified a different way but you get the idea yeah so we've been trying to
1: we came to content- yeah i was going to say we came to the agreement that we need a a dopamine reset and we need to reset our attachment with our phones but with the contentment thing since that was a little different of a topic for me and you brought yeah. the dopamine thing it was interesting to see how i could connect both of those things for you so mm-hmm. with juan breaking so much more than he has been in the past
0: like eight at least years that we've been together. Yeah, no, I would say at least the past like three to four years. Oh right. You may like it. where I was zero break in whatsoever. Oh yeah.
1: But with his relationship with dance, um, in the choreography, like commercial dance realm, everything is always about the trends. It's always about the hypest, funnest stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a lot of the reason why I don't continue with dance or I just, one of the reasons I stopped completely was because it was like, you had to be the swaggiest and the <laughs> the
0: swaggiest, Jeez.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's like how they talk about it. You have to have the most steez, you have to have. Um, the
0: best drip.
1: Yeah, you have to dress the best, and it didn't. It wasn't about
0: you got to catch the vibe. Yeah, in the pot. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's not about sending a message anymore. It's about being hype and being lit. lit.
0: Being lit.
1: So, Juan continued with dance, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm done."
0: And that's also because of social media, because that's all we post. Yeah, is the hype lit shit. Yeah, because it's what get. Gets
1: it's what likes. gets the love. Yeah. So what I see with Juan with choreo um, and like the commercial dance realm is that like because you're constantly chasing like that oh shit feeling that was amazing, throwing my shoes at you, which is like a dance thing or like Mm -hmm. throwing my hat at you and everything's screaming and the phone is shaking and whatever. The reason that he has struggled so much to commit to – Breaking and like really taking the time to learn it is because it's not that it's not hype it can be by all means it can be but it's not meant for the hype it's meant for the culture mm-hmm. and i only know that because of juan this is not like i'm in the culture yeah, i was gonna <laughs> say she's
0: <laughs> you're you observe a lot and i discuss it a lot with you so you understand like
1: yeah but and I
0: hated trying to do it back then because I was, like, it, there was a huge split between me doing my choreo mm-hmm. and, like, being true to being a, a street dancer. Yeah. So, like, it was weird. I cut. I separated them both for so long. Yeah. And they both have different requirements.
1: Yeah. But, so I feel like... Yeah practicing with breaking and really connecting with that is going to teach one contentment
0: and i also was like put on the spot to join a two-on-two breaking battle yeah like what was that last weekend two (laughs) weekends ago two weekends ago i don't i've never entered a breaking battle like ever i only go to watch yeah so this was my first breaking battle it was a two-on-two i haven't practiced in like months
1: mm-hmm.
0: let alone the years I haven't actually done it like I'll throw some rounds but it's all the same stuff I've been doing since 2015 yeah so like it gets me by yeah but I made it past prelims that's all that matters hell yeah for not doing anything this long to make it past prelims I'm happy yeah but I enjoy now I can appreciate it cuz it's like Abby was like no you're you don't like doing it because you want to be good at it right away. Yeah. But now I'm like, no, I Because need of the to. hype. Yeah. I'm like, I want to be able to do all these power moves. I want to be able to do all the hype sets and like rock and on beat, but it's like
1: You have to earn that, bud.
0: Not only earn it, but it's not for that. Yeah. It's not for that.
1: Yeah. Well that that's a thing that's a huge difference between um breaking and choreo from observing. Again, I was gonna Again, say, from was gonna say just from observing because that's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> Observe and analyze. Um like I said, like the uh the choreo realm is like how can I like hit that base in a way that grabs everybody's attention but maybe isn't too over the top or maybe it's super over the top and that's what is attention grabbing about it do you know Mm. what i mean yeah because sometimes you're hopping around and then other times you're just like wiggling a little bit (laughs) This
0: probably is going to sound like absolute nonsense to people who don't dance. (laughs) I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) It makes perfect sense to me because that's the code that we speak. Wiggle it a little bit.
1: But anyways, they're very different. They are two different entities. And I think because of the way they're going as of right now, Mm because like... You know how breaking is has a very long lineage, yeah, and not that the choreography I mean, it's realm not doesn't. that old, yeah, but I mean, like it has lineage, true, whereas like choreography, yeah, it does, but like you could roll your eyes in a set, and people would be like, "Oh my God, you invented dance, and it's just it's very wild, mm. right now." <laughs> It's so extra for no reason. But, yeah, it's interesting. So I think because of the hype of, like, what choreo has, like, embedded in you for so long Mm -hmm. that breaking is going to teach you contentment. And I hope it does.
0: Me too. Yeah. I I feel like it is. Yeah. Because it's, like, I don't even try to record myself, like, practicing anymore.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm
0: not worried about it. I don't want to post it. I'm, like... I need to focus on these steps. I'm not going to show these trash-ass moves. like.
1: Yeah, he came home the other day and he top-rocked for 20 minutes in the backyard.
0: Straight. To the point where I forgot that our landlords were coming to get the rent. And it messed my whole flow up.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry.
0: It's all good. I was out there getting it. Yeah. That's all I got
1: to say. So, bringing it back to... uh. Contentment and accepting the mediocrity of your own life.
0: That was a long
1: That was a long, long time ago. Long
0: buildup, long that, circle around. That was a
1: long time ago. Um I had
0: Yeah.
1: It just growled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> your notebook yelled at you.
1: Um when I was thinking about contentment and you know things that I enjoy that bring me contentment, mm-hmm. um, they may not all be mediocre, but um, I guess the question that I have is what are the things that bring you joy or contentment that maybe you keep a secret, like you just keep it to yourself, mm-hmm. it's something you enjoy on your own, or... Maybe, like people have like a negative feeling towards said thing that you enjoy, because you know everybody has an opinion about something, oh yeah, yeah,
0: so what you got you gonna start us off,
1: yeah, um, and the reason that I'm asking this is because you know it's important to recognize the things that bring you contentment, mm-hmm. so then that way. When you feel like how we are, we're constantly chasing this feeling of happiness, mm-hmm. you're kind of turning your back on all of these things that bring you peace. Mm. And so I I asked myself this question and I was like, what are the things that bring me contentment? Because mm-hmm. I constantly am like, I don't have any hobbies. I don't like anything, blah, blah, blah. And then I looked at it through the lens of contentment and I was like, oh. I like a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: you. I every time you would say that, I'm like, what are you talking about?
1: Yeah, but I was thinking of, like, the feeling of happy.
0: Yeah, because like, you're like, oh, the, I'm not happy with this or the mm-hmm. result of this,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I'm not going to do this, So and yeah. I can't claim it in yeah. that yeah. context.
1: So one of the very first things that I wrote on my thing is astrology and ASMR. Both have a love it, hate it type of yeah. relationship, I've liked astrology since not to be like quirky, but before it was trendy in the past few years.
0: Not to be a gatekeeper. <laughs> yeah,
1: not to be a gatekeeper, but I will gatekeep this for myself. Yeah. I genuinely enjoy like learning about different planets and different signs and the houses and um, the positions of how things affect you and everything, the degrees of things. Like, mm-hmm. I like all of that stuff. Um, for astrology, for ASMR, again, I know it's a love it or hate, hated it type of thing, but it was the only thing that got me through sl- like getting sleep when I was pregnant the first time. Yeah. And I just grew to love it. It's a weird thing.
0: I do judge you every time you listen to it, Like I, I, I not care. like I yell at you and I'm like, uh, every time I see it, I'm like, oh, <laughs> she's listening to ASMR. And like, you just sit there and watch it yeah and it's just like a lady tapping a microphone. I love it. it's I find it so weird and it
1: it's one of those things where I don't have to think like she's tapping it, it off. shuts
0: off your brain she,
1: It shuts off my b- brain and she's just she, sometimes she like look the you're most thinking about one.
0: it now and you can't even get a thought <laughs> out.
1: <laughs> the most recent one I watched was um she did fall items mm-hmm. and she got these colorful plastic acorns from <laughs> from <laughs> from the dollar store and she's just clanking them in the bag so like the bag is like kind of plasticky and it has like it's not that hard plastic it's that soft plastic like a plastic bag or something okay it's not the crinkly plastic okay it's the silicone type of plastic there's difference okay there's difference go on (laughs) and i'm just watching this lady rub acorns together and i'm like hmm that's a nice acorn. I should go to the Dollar Tree and get some. <laughs> but I don't have to think.
0: Oh gosh.
1: It's so gentle and kind. Like I don't it's not mean whatsoever.
0: Well what was the other thing? Astrology and yeah. ASMR? Yeah. So f- from the outside I can definitely say like you've you've always been interested in astrology as far as like the actual like knowledge-based side of it not just mm-hmm. to be like oh my god my mercury's in gatorade like <laughs> <laughs> so don't
1: lie to me you're into it too
0: Yeah. <laughs> well you put me onto it like yeah because you get it's one of those things that you get so excited about and happy to talk about that mm-hmm. i'm like it would be rude of me to be a dick and not listen yeah considering like how you reciprocate that same thing for me Mm
1: -hmm.
0: speaking of which one of my uh things that brings me contentment is learning how things are made Mm -hmm. so like i love not just necessarily like oh i'm gonna put this on for background noise like i'll sit and watch like you know that uh youtube channel so expensive Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and it's like
1: did you watch that tv show growing up how things are made
0: (laughs) i did i did as boring as it was, there were some episodes where I'm like, wow. Like, that's how I learned how uh, stonewashed jeans are made. <laughs> and I was like, wow, they really do. Like, I didn't think it was a literal stone washing, but they're tumbling jeans in stones. because. And it connected me to a moment in my life where, like, I bought a brand new pair of jeans, but there was a rock in my pocket. And I was like, what the hell is this in my pocket for? This is a brand new pair of jeans. <laughs> So when I learned that that's how stonewashed jeans are made, I was like, oh, that was, you got the artifact that made it what it was. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is like, it connected the moment for me and it was amazing. And like that, I love just anything. Like if I can learn how it was, because I'm always questioning like, huh, I guess I, what, what was the one thing I looked up? Um. In the So Expensive page, it was like, why are oysters so expensive? And I'm like, that's a pretty good question. We eat eat a lot of them. I'm not a big fan, but hey, I'll sit here and learn. And then, like, it shows you, like, how they farm them or something. I'm like, I didn't know that's how we got. Like, you never think of it. Everything's just always there for us, ready Mm -hmm. at the drop of a hat. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, how the hell did that lamp get its shape? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, there's wood cutting. I get lost in wood cutting videos because I'm like, that's <laughs> mad cool. Like, I nerd out about learning how things are made.
1: That's incredible.
0: But then I also love taking things apart to, like, fix them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, as much as I complained about my maintenance job, I loved it because, like, I would tear apart an appliance just piece by piece, set it all in order. Mm-hmm. Of like what I took it apart as, and I'm trying to diagnose it, fix it. Once I fix, when you successfully like diagnose, find the parts you need, fix it, and then it all works, and you put it back together, it's just such a good feel. I'm like, wow,
1: <laughs> I this did is that. what I enjoy. I did that. Yeah, I love that. Um, Juan and I were talking about our baby shower. Mm -hmm. (laughs) the other day. And one of my things on my list is DIYing, which is just adult arts and crafts. Yeah. And all of the decorations I'm going to make by hand. Mm -hmm. And you would think, why? Why would you do that? And it's because I enjoy it. It brings me content.
0: You get lost in the laptop. There's like 10 pages of like Mm -hmm. fall crafts or it's like pinterest (laughs) stuff and you're like oh my god look at this i'm gonna make this so i need seven oranges a couple paper plates and a napkin and then if i tie it together with this string i do need seven
1: oranges for this baby
0: (laughs) see so like (laughs) it's always something random but like you you just want it your way
1: i do i want it my way so much that I don't want to buy it. Mm -hmm. I want it to be so me that I have to make it myself.
0: Yep. You'd rather buy seven other things to make it.
1: To make one thing.
0: Rather than just buy the one thing.
1: I don't want to buy the one thing. I want to make the thing. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah.
0: It's fun to see you like craft out, Mm -hmm. (laughs) especially for Jewel.
1: You know what's funny? When I was growing up... Like, middle school and high school, um, my mom would always get me, like, scrapbooking stuff. Mm -hmm. I avidly scrapbooked. (laughs) Really? (laughs) You've never told me this. (laughs) I avidly scrapbooked. Sorry. (laughs) I avidly scrapbooked from elementary school, I think. I think I might have just said middle school, but I, I elementary school until I graduated high school. That's incredible. Like some 50, 60-year-old woman did back in the day. I How had, come you
0: don't do it anymore? Cuz like you have this is why this is new to me like I've mm-hmm. never seen you scrapbook. You've shown me old scrapbooks, mm-hmm. but you've never like
1: I don't think done I've it. shown you any scrapbooks that I've made. Uh-huh. I've shown you ones that other people have made for yeah, me. Yeah,
0: so and you you always appreciated them and you mm-hmm. like kept them all obviously. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Why don't you do it anymore?
1: I don't know. I maybe I just grew out of it. I used to do it all of the time. I would cut the pictures in crazy shapes and shit, Mm -hmm. and I'd throw fucking glitter on the page. (laughs) (laughs) I love that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. I'm not laughing at you. Like, this is no, like... No, I don't
1: care. It's so funny. This is beautiful. I've never really shared this with anybody because I had a whole book, like a whole box, mm-hmm. and it had like paper and glitter and glue and hot glue guns and little shapes that I could stick on the page and circles and all of this crap. And I would put it all together and add <laughs> 8,000 photos on it and be like, ah, oh, my book is complete. <laughs> <laughs> and just put it in the book and be done. Wow. I probably have a few in the attic at my mom's house. I'll have to grab one. I worked hard
0: yeah, on those. I bet.
1: That's what started my whole DIYing was the scrapbooking. I would love
0: to see you make a
1: modern scrapbook. I will. I'm going to make a scrapbook for the podcast page. Hey. So, yeah, I that's how I got into DIYing. And so now it just... Like, I used to sit in my room and put on music, and it would be really chill. I'd sit on the floor, and I'd put it all all the paper all over the floor, <laughs> and my mom would open the door, and uh, she'd see all the paper, and she'd be like, oh, okay, <laughs> shut the door.
0: <laughs> You're probably just looking up at her like... <laughs> <laughs> just
1: over. It's three o'clock in the morning.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Because I wouldn't start until like 10 p.m. She'd be like, why?
0: Oh, man. Yeah. You're a late night scrapper.
1: Scrapper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Which
1: brings me to my next thing. I like handmade gifts.
0: Yeah. You love handmade gifts.
1: And not just like. Don't just do, like, the salt dough and you press your hand in it and then you give me a handprint ornament type of thing. Mm -hmm. Or, like, you draw on a card, which I have had somebody do. Like, it was an intricate drawing, which Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, that's amazing. But, like, don't fold a piece of paper and be like, happy birthday.
0: (laughs) We actually, didn't we get that from your uncle? For the wedding, the wedding card was a folded <laughs> piece of paper with stick figures drawn on it. Yeah, and it was from all of them.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was
0: either the wedding or one of our birthdays. Yeah, but like you love that because you're like, as much as you just complained about getting that, uh-huh. you're like, that's him.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That makes sense for him. Um, my thing with um handmade gifts is that people don't do it enough, yeah. and they don't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it was more prevalent like years ago Mm -hmm. i don't know how many just not now (laughs) (laughs) clearly but my issue with that is that i love them so much like i don't need the newest fanciest thing Mm -hmm. because like when people ask me for gifts they're like what can i get for you and i'm like i'll take a mug and they're like no really what can i get for you and i'm like a mug hmm i'm not joking yeah but it's because i feel like people don't put like care into things anymore and maybe it's a collective feeling like everybody feels like oh everybody just wants the newest we
0: just buy stuff
1: yeah but i don't want the newest thing i want i want a little piece of you in the gift that you're giving me right you're giving me a gift So it should be kind of a culmination of both, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, I think you would really like this book. I read this book. Here you go.
0: This is from me. I put some thought into it. Or this makes me think of you.
1: Yeah. And then it's like, you know, a book that they like, that they thought that I would like, and then they get one of those mugs that has, like, the pictures printed on it. Mm -hmm. And so I get to drink my mug, um... With pictures of, like, me and this person Mm -hmm. and read the book that they recommended to me. That, to me, is, like, a handmade gift. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily need to be crafted by your own goddamn hands.
0: You don't need to watch so expensive to see how something's made and then make it by yourself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Me and you. Yeah.
0: That's how we make gifts for everybody. (laughs) I learn, I tell you, you make it.
1: Oh, Oh, my God. Yeah. So I feel... I like those as well. That, like, brings me contentment.
0: So now that we're addressing this, how are we going to make sure we, like, maintain it? Contentment. Like, doing things that bring us this sense of peace and contentment.
1: Well, I think the dopamine reset is super important. Mhm. Um, Because y- you and I, I can speak for you and I, you and I... um. Are definitely in a position where we're like overstimulated, I think. Mm-hmm. And we're just trying to feed the joy part of us and mm-hmm. just be like constantly be like, okay, more, 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 more. I can't survive if I don't get more type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I made a jingle on that's, the podcast page.
0: That's your thing. Abby's good at making jingles.
1: So is Jewel. I've taught her well.
0: Yep. <laughs> She's singing everything now. Back to topic. We'll dive. We'll dive too quick with that.
1: Um. (laughs) I started putting (laughs) (laughs) plastic so obnoxiously. Um. How do we maintain this? Yes. Um. The dopamine reset, and I think the biggest thing is making time for these things. Mm -hmm. Because another thing on my list is I like to go out to eat by myself.
0: Yeah, you definitely don't do that. I do not. When would I have the time? I tell you to do something, but you're like, nah, I'm okay.
1: Yeah, I know. So sometimes it's going to be scheduling out things like that, like going out to eat by yourself. Mm -hmm. The ASMR and like astrology and stuff i do that pretty consistently that's about what keeps me going at this point yeah those are like my two number ones right now you're
0: like ooh, what's the moon saying
1: today yeah (laughs) i also have a subscription like a daily moon cycle
0: newsletter
1: newsletter
0: yeah she'll, she'll wake up and she'll send me like
1: no, we'll be excerpts. talking we'll be talking about something first and I'll be like, ooh, the moon got you today. <laughs> Damn.
0: Yeah. That's how it goes down.
1: Yeah. But I think it's important now that we recognize there's a difference between happiness and contentment mm-hmm. that we see happiness as it's a great emotion. We love to feel it, but it's an extreme emotion and we're not meant to constantly feel it. Yes. So now that we know that, we just have to hold ourselves accountable and be like.
0: What does that mean in terms of like trying to feel happiness? Like not necessarily like, oh, like I want to make sure we're not disregarding looking for a feeling of happiness mm-hmm. in, in a sense of like. I don't want to get to a moment where, like, am I happy or am I just content with this? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Um, That's going to be a personal thing that you're going to have to answer for yourself. Mm. And the only reason I say that is because I don't have an issue sorting out the two. Mm. Like, when I feel happiness, I know that I'm feeling it fully. Yeah. And I'm accepting it fully. But I have... Like, I have a really big list. I didn't say all of the things, but all of these things bring me just, like, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I am enjoying my time right now. Agreed. So, I don't feel like I would get confused between the two because there's two different emotions. Would you confuse?
0: No, I'm not saying I would confuse it. I'm saying, like... It's hard to explain. I'm treating them as like two different concepts, obviously.
1: No, just put it on the scale of emotions. Okay. I'm happy. I'm sad. I'm mad. I'm content. I think it gets left out because it feels like a middle emotion Mm -hmm. when it's just its own emotion. It's not given enough credit Because it's not as extreme as any of the other emotions. Yeah. Happy, sad, and angry are like, ugh. Yeah. There's so much of it. And you feel it so fully to the point that sometimes you try to repress it. Yeah. Whereas contentment, you don't have to do that. You just feel it.
0: You just are.
1: You just are, yeah. You are that at that moment.
0: Does really nice. A, does
1: that answer your question?
0: Yeah. I just, I, clearly I tend to overcomplicate things. Yeah. And I look at them deeper than I what I should. I was going to say,
1: that was, I, that's okay. Who that's knows? That's okay.
0: I just ask a lot of questions.
1: You do ask a lot of questions.
0: But with good. that being said, we encourage you guys to. Applesauce. <laughs> to applesauce. <laughs> yep. We encourage that's you. That's a code word. To reflect as always and see what. Brings you uh, the feeling of contentment or see what that means for you, and realize that we hope we help you realize that happiness is also an extreme emotion mm-hmm. and we aren't necessarily supposed to feel it all the time. Mm-hmm. So, anything else you'd like to add? That's not <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> this has been a nonsensical episode.
1: I'm so sorry. Um, it's okay. No, I think that you summed it up pretty well. I think find your contentment. Make your list of things. Are those regular, sometimes they feel like menial things that aren't like...
0: What was the thing that you read? Something about the mediocrity? Oh,
1: except the mediocrity of your own
0: life. That's what you should do.
1: Yeah. Don't worry about what it looks like to other people because it's just meant to bring you peace.
0: And if you haven't heard it yet, we hope you have a great day. We love you. Peace, love.
1: And the code word. Ay, bye. <laughs> bye.